Welcome. You are listening to the Soggy of Anne Furthermore. I met with Dr. Greybeard. He and Dr. B have meetings about me, you know, to discuss my progress. Dr. Greybeard said that he and Dr. Nana are going to Vienna next month to give a paper about my case at a conference. It seems I have a rapid transference transference avoider disorder. It's a new term they made up just for me. It's someone, me, who uses accelerated transference in therapy as an avoidance technique. I said, but there's another transference in there. What's that about? Greybeard said, that's because your transference is across gender and species lines. I said, gender? And Greybeard said, we can't be sure about that yet, but possibly yes. I said, is Dr. B a man or a woman? And he said, sometimes yes. Technically, Dr. B is a hermaphrodite. I said, okay, let me get this straight. I speed into bisexual romantic attachments with creatures from the animal kingdom to avoid my feelings. Greybeard nodded. So far as we know. You might also have transference across kingdoms. Have you ever loved a single cell organism? I said, like a paramecium? Greybeard nodded. But yes, yes I had. It was my junior year in high school. We met in biology class. And even though it was purely platonic, I mean, for Christ's sake, we were under a microscope the whole time. We shared a deep and profound friendship. I said, okay, let me understand. So I formed bi, or shall we say, omnisexual romantic attachments to cell-based entities. Greybeard said, Anne, it is simply too early in your study to rule anything out. It might go deeper than cell division. Look, I know this may feel overwhelming to you right now having a new diagnosis created just for you, but there is an upside. I said, what is that? He said that because I was now a case study, I wouldn't have to pay for my treatment. I said, you mean I don't have to buy you milk bones anymore? And he said, that's right, the government will pay for those now. I asked him if I'd still have to pick up his poop, and he said, yes, definitely. That is still a very important exercise for you. Dr. B or Dr. Greybeard since my diagnosis. I am really stressing about having rapid transference, transference avoidance. At first I thought, oh cool, my very own disorder, but now not so much. And I'll tell you why. Because I'm the only subject in this study. My issues and my behavior choices alone are defining the symptoms and parameters of RTT. It puts incredible pressure on me. Suppose I start having a brain eddy about some weird, stupid thing that has nothing to do with RTT, like saying mirror, 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 or drawer, 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 over and over until I can't spell them. And then suddenly, whoa, it shows up in the DSM-5 under symptoms of RTT. I mean, shit. I might even get my own access. And then say some poor young thing actually gets RTT, but because he slash she doesn't say drawer, 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 they are going to misdiagnose this otherwise classic not sure what that means yet, RTT sufferer. And he slash she will never get the care and proper treatment needed for him slash her to live a full and complete life. That's on me. This is my disorder now. Do you get that? I'm invested here. I need to get it right. I don't want RTT to be some lame catch-all condition like, I don't know, eczema, which, speaking from personal experience, is like, here, you're the expert. Take all my money. Oh, really? I have a rash? No, duh.
I want RTT to be legit, a respectable disorder, you know? Maybe even a little, I don't know, classy. I don't even know yet if it's a disorder or a disease. This is the shit that is keeping me up at night. See the problem? I need clarity. The concept of the disorder, for example. Let's say someone, and you know who you are, may say, I am so disorganized, when I happen to know for a fact they have never been organized for one single day in their entire life. Unorganized seems more like an appropriate word, because you can't be disorganized unless you have at one point been organized. Disorder. Same thing. My brain has never been ordered enough to become disordered. But unordered sounds stupid, like an Amazon wish list of shit that didn't make it into the cart because you can't afford it, don't need it, or are undecided because you have not yet decided. If you have decided and then changed your decision, you are probably disdecided. Correct me if I'm wrong. Or don't. I don't care. Maybe I need a number in there, like in the DSM-5. Maybe a two of the two doctors who discovered me and... No. My acronym goes to shit. RTT2, say it. It sounds like a two-year-old playing with a vintage Star Wars action figure a parent bought her on eBay. Yeah, because they secretly wanted it for themselves. Oh, come on. You think that doesn't happen? Then why won't they let her take it out of the box? The point is, most studies have two groups. The experimental group and the control group. We all know I am the experiment here, so let's not dance around my feelings about that. The problem is, there are zero people in the control group, and the one person in the experimental group, me, really, really needs control. I need it. I'm in love with my shrink, Dr. Nana. With love that's as big as Montana. In the kingdom of God, he's a class gastropod, and I, just a lowly humana. Don't believe me? Then ask Slugman Freud. I have issues, or haven't you hoid? I use love to distract the terrible fact I have feelings I want to avoid. I can't wait for my next meeting with Dr. B, my Valentine. Just kidding. <laughs> or am I? It's so complicated being in love with your therapist. I think of him constantly, and yet strangely cannot recall what he looks like. Sometimes I want to call him, but I know that's not appropriate. I called my sister Michelle and asked her to pretend she was him, you know, use that slow, southeastern, Pacific Northwestern drawl of his, and say something like, Hey, babe, it's your big banana. How's my rapid transference, transference avoider not feeling tonight? But Michelle pretended her phone was cutting out, and she's all like, I, can't. I know she was faking it, faker. She just didn't want to do it. I think she's jealous. Fuck, I know she's jealous. She's like, what, neurotic? Which, hello, is the eczema of mental disorders. Sorry, sis, I have RTT. Never heard of it? That's because I'm the only one who has it. Boom. The Furthermore Soggy is created, written, and performed by Anne Ellsworth, and edited and produced by me, Sophia Coman. Thanks for listening, and be sure to tune in next week.